How was everybody's Christmas? No, not everybody answered at one time. All right. Great. All right. Are you exhausted like me? Yesterday was a very busy day. We got to, it's a wonderful day, but it's a very exhausting day where you spend, you eat all the things that you never ate the rest of the year and you basically get to eat, you know, I think I had four pieces of pie last night and uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, my body, my body, if I went to go give blood right now, I think they would say, no, you, get, you got Willy Wonka's chocolate factory coming out of your veins, man. You, don't, you need that. Keep that. Come back in a couple weeks. Uh, so my body is in need of a reset. Amen. Amen. So the next, uh, maybe this next week as we wrap up at the end of the year, we'll, we'll get into a reset uh, from no sugar for a while. I am, I'm jittery right now and I ate it yesterday. So uh, before I get into today's devotional, it's more of a de- devotional. Today is Family Sunday, so we have all the kids in here. We're grateful that the kids are here today. Um, again, if this is your first time or if this is your first time in a long time, I am not your pastor. But come back next Sunday. You will hear a wonderful message. I'm the worship pastor here, but I'm, I'm grateful to be able to bring the word this morning. It's a very simple message, but a very important <clears throat> message today. I'm going to ask my daughter, my little one, to come up here for a second. She's going to help me out with a little illustration. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever felt trapped, Emily? Yes. She has? Okay, tell me of a time. No, I'm just kidding. So if I was to stick my arms around you and I was to hug you tight, and, I was to, and she's a squirmy one, she's just being really nice right now. But if I was to give you instructions on how to get away, would you comply or would you try to get away? Comply. You would comply, right? So I'm going to have you stand on one foot. Can you rub your belly and sing Jesus Loves Me? Jesus loves me. All right, perfect. All right, good job. You may go sit down. That's as still as she's been in about eight years. So she's, she's, our, she's our lively one. Uh, we appreciate you, Emily. Thank you so much for helping me out. But... Um, you know, instructions are difficult sometimes, but uh, if we can obey them, life gets a lot easier, right? God gives us a whole instruction book to follow, and uh, I know sometimes we, we glance over it and we go, oh, that's for somebody else, not me. But today's word is for everybody in the family. I'm going to start off by just asking all the kids for the next 10, 15 minutes, just if you could play... Pay close attention. I know it's hard, but this word is for you as well. It's not just for the grown-ups today. It's for the kids as well. So the family is under attack. The family is under attack. Is it just me? Or does it seem like the family is being torn apart? Most families are too busy to communicate love anymore. Life blinds us by the things that actually, that actually matter, we, we become blinded to those things. We are busier than ever. The TV shows and the movies we watch make fathers out to be bumbling fools. Children speak as if they are the authority and the parents have no say. Bad choices are celebrated and good morals and values are made out to be old school. as our children are being brainwashed to believe that everything is okay as long as you don't hurt anybody else. Morals and righteousness have left the building and the home. Cyclical dysfunction has taken a toll on the family. Things that the father and their father battled are still running amongst us. The sins of the father have been passed down from generation to generation. It's time for a reset. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. 
honor your father and your mother, which is the first command with a promise. So it may go well with you and that you may enjoy life long on the earth. My first point is today, honor your parents, children. Honor your parents. Children, honor your parents, your mother and your father. Maybe you have a guardian. Maybe you have a grandparent that watches over you. Maybe you have an aunt and uncle. I'm putting them in the same category today. Maybe you're a foster youth. Maybe whatever, whoever is over you, that is your parent today going forward. I know it can be hard. Your parents are humans. They mess up. It's almost impossible to believe, right, kids? Your parents, your parents mess up. Maybe you haven't had the greatest relationship with your mom and dad. Maybe you aren't a good parent at all. I'm just speaking frankly today. Maybe we have some bad parents in here today. I don't know. I don't know all of you. <laughs> Maybe you have great parents that communicate love and have good relationships with you. The Bible commands us in either way to honor them. I'm not here to excuse bad or horrible behaviors that is not okay and it should be dealt with. But the Bible does say, honor your parents. How do we do this? We do this with respect. Respect. I know that that has left the conversation many, many years ago. Respect has gone out the window. Nobody respects anybody anymore. It needs to come back. It needs to make a comeback. Like, what's that guy? I'm making a comeback. I've been here for years, that guy. Um, we get that, get that little prompt from Leviticus 19.3. Honor your parents by showing them respect. I can't tell you how many times I've heard children speak disrespectfully to their parents, whether it's in a grocery store, at a school musical. The lack of respect is unbelievable. My wife has often heard me say, that kid needs a spanking. Yeah. And it's funny, right? But it's not funny. That kid needs a spanking. No, no, don't take it too far. I'm not telling you to beat on your kids or anything like that. But uh, I know that was all funny. And, but the parents, the Bible gives us instructions too. Father, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in training in the instruction of the Lord. Another translation says, as for parents, don't provoke your children to anger, but raise them with discipline and instruction about the Lord. And that's Ephesians 6.4. Parents, my second point is don't be too harsh. Don't be too harsh. I've seen it time and time again where children have been turned away from the Lord because of the harshness of being a Christian. Now, I'm not saying there shouldn't be rules and there shouldn't be boundaries, but I am saying our tone and delivery can be filled with grace and mercy as the Lord has shown us. Parents, let me remind you that your children are learning new lessons every day. Do you remember being a kid? <laughs> it's not that easy some days. Life challenges and distractions can cause a divide in our hearts and our minds. The heaviness of life can lead us to blow up at the dumbest things, right? Your child just happened to be the one that said the last thing to you that took you over the bridge, right? Like all of a sudden, blah, you know, you're just blowing up on your kids because you had enough of everybody else that day, right? As a dad, I can definitely relate to this. I've gone off on my kids. I know it's hard to believe, but I've done it. I remember when our youngest daughter, uh, Emily, when she was a toddler, and uh, she was literally, she's, well, she still is, but... I'm going to buy you something after this, okay? I promise. I, uh, she's literally a walking tornado wherever she goes, right? So if there's a path, wherever she goes. 
And I was, got out of bed in the morning and I happened to be, try to stumble into the restroom and I tripped over one of her baby dolls and I thought to myself, I cannot believe this is happening. I turned around and I kicked that thing like I was trying to kick a 60-yard field goal at the Super Bowl and I uh, felt good about it and then I turned and she was standing there. And she looked at me in disbelief and she ran out. And I had to find her and apologize. In my frustration, I acted in anger. I wasn't angry at her. I was just angry because I had to get up or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I, it wasn't because of you. I love you, Emily. Thank you. Uh, sometimes children, children, sometimes your parents mess up. We're, in te- we're, we're teaching important lessons when we apologize to our kids. Amen? It shows them what to do, right? Don't be afraid to apologize to your child, your grandchild, somebody that you love. If you've spoken harshness to them, don't be afraid. Fathers and mothers, let your children see you pray. Let your children see you worship. When we gather here on a Sunday morning, whether it's in here or at home or in the children, I'm so grateful for our children's pastor who loves to worship and provides a great worship experience. But on a family Sunday, when we're in here, we should be worshiping in spirit and in truth, showing our children what it is to worship the king. Amen? If you mess up, tell your kids you're sorry. I know it's hard to admit that you messed up at times, but like I said, we all do it. Say sorry, make it genuine, and move on. As a child, I I remember hearing my father praying early in the morning, over his family. He didn't know I was listening. His prayers were passionate and I would often hear him pray in his prayer language. This had a huge impact on me as a young person to hear the fervent prayers of their father is something that I will hold on to forever. To hear my parents worship in song is something that I treasure. I remember seeing my family feed the poor and the hungry. We had a garage full of food. We would give it out to whoever needed it. I remember seeing my parents lay hands on the sick and the broken. They opened their home to many foster children when I was young. These kids had very challenging behaviors. I saw Jesus in their actions. Do your kids see Jesus in your actions? Now, did my parents mess up? Yeah, they messed up. But I'm not going to tell you those stories today because that would not honor them. They happen to be here today. I didn't know that they were coming today. Yeah. So I'll keep those stories to myself. One of, the, most th- one of the, the greatest things that I love as a worship pastor is on occasion I will go home. I'll, the, bit, the day got busy and I didn't get to rehearse. So I will go home and rehearse from home and after dinner time. On most occasions, my little one will, will be, want to be on the mic with me. So I have another microphone set up for her. After my wife is done doing whatever she's doing, she will usually come in and sit on the couch and start singing harmonies. My oldest son will start beatboxing or dancing, doing something like that, and eventually he'll start singing along as well. 
My middle child is very quiet, very sweet. And so she hangs out in the other room, but I know she's listening. My third point is today, have plenty of fruit in your home. Now what? Yes, have plenty of fruit in your home. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, which is patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Family, let the words I love you be at the forefront of your relationship with your spouse, your children, and those you love. Let the joy of the Lord be what gives you strength to carry on. Let the peace that surpasses all understanding be your guide. Have patience. We are humans trying to live life of righteousness. Let your kindness be the attitude that you pass on to your family. Let, the good, let goodness pour out of you like rivers of living water. Let faithfulness be more than words to your God, to your spouse, to your family. Let us practice self-control in all aspects of life. The world has plenty to say about the family, and it's not good. If you are struggling today, I'm here to remind you about what the Lord says about you. If you're struggling today, this is what the Lord says. You are loved, Romans 5.8. You are chosen, 1 Peter 2.9. You are redeemed, Ephesians 1.7. You are favored, Psalms 5.12. You are blessed, Psalms 146.5. You are healed in Jesus' name, 1 Peter 2.24. You have a purpose and an amazing destiny, Jeremiah 29.11. You are sons and daughters of the Most High King, Galatians 4, 4 through 7. Can I get an amen? Amen. That's who the Lord says you are. It's time that we live like it. As I spoke to you today, I know the Holy Spirit was speaking to the families, maybe children, maybe parents. As we wrap up another year, let's take a moment to reflect about our family. Grandparents, parents, children, aunts, uncles, all in between. Has the Lord tugged on your heart today? Has he showed you a couple things in your life that you could do better as a father, as a mother, as a grandparent, as a child? Life is hard, but with God's strength, we can carry on. It's time for a reset of the family. Parents, one suggestion that I can give you, January 22nd is a big day here at BFA. We are hosting the Five Love Languages Marriage Conference. You need to invest in your marriage. You need to be here, young or old. I don't care if you've been married 60 plus years, if you are thinking about getting married, if you are single and you want to get married, or if you've been married for a week, you need to be here. Your family's counting on it. Your future family's counting on it. It starts with the mom and dad. I think of the single parent today. God, pour out your love. Pour out your love. Thank you for the single mom, the single dad, Lord Jesus, who is trying desperately, Lord, to provide for their families. 
May you be Jehovah Jireh, Lord Jesus, their provider. Be the father to the fatherless, Lord. May they look to you. May they not turn their eyes away from you, Lord. That they would seek you fully, Father. For our families today, If you're in a family, if your family is here with you today, I would love for you to stand up. All the families, get close, hold hands. We're gonna pray today. Grandparents, grandmas, grandma, everybody, if you don't have your family here today, stand up with your spouse. If you do not have a spouse, I would love for a family to adopt somebody right now. Adopt somebody around you. Father God, you have heard the word that has been put on my heart by you, Father. The family is important to you. Your children are important to you. Parents are important to you. God, we offer our families to you right now. Holy Spirit, work in our families, Lord Jesus, like never before. Reveal the brokenness, reveal the points in our life, Lord Jesus, that we need to remedy. God, if the Father needs to say, I'm sorry to his children, may it be today. If the mother needs to say sorry to their children, if the spouses need to say, I'm sorry, may it be today, Father. May the love that was once there, Lord Jesus, reunite them in the name of our Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God, if there are those that have, do not know you here today, we do not want to pass by this moment. God, like I said, you are the Father to the fatherless. If there is anyone here today that would like to accept the Lord, Repeat this prayer after me. Father God, we love you. Thank you for sending your son to die for my sins. God, I accept you into my heart. Fill the brokenness, Father. May your love consume me, Father. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer today, I would love to meet you right up here at the end of service. If your family is in need of prayer today, please do not leave here without coming up and the elders are gonna pray for you today. Whole families, if you are in need, I want you to bring everybody with you. Please don't leave here today if the Holy Spirit has spoken to you. We're gonna end with the song and if you feel like you're ready to go home, that's fine but I'd ask that you respect those that come forward and please go out to the lobby to have your conversations. We're about to meet with the Lord. Lives are gonna be changed in these next few moments. So elders, anybody else uh, that can pray, come on up for the family. We're gonna end with the blessing. As our pastor sings for us every Sunday, he says the blessing over you, right? Do you understand that this is a time where you can receive? So what I typically do is do this. This is a receiving. When I want to receive something, I do this. So if you were ready to receive the blessing today, put your hands out. Father God, you see the hands in front of us? We ask that you would bless us beyond measure, beyond purpose, Lord God, that you would have your way in our families, our relationships, be our guide, be our focus. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name. If you know the song, sing it with us.